We open with what appear to be French bank robbers in Holland throwing bombs at windmills. Wait, this is Transformers, right? Oh, wait, I see. The Autobots are watching TV. In first aid, the pacifist is wondering why humans always fight each other. Yeah, you've been doing it for at least 9 million years, probably longer. We weren't even human yet 9 million years ago. Don't you judge us, Mr. Ambulance Man. Oh, and Rodimus is in a bitchy mood. Which, you know, I have no problem with. I'd rather see my leader have actual emotions than hide behind obviously false nobility all the time. I've managed people. Some days you just don't feel like putting up with their crap. But you're doing a wonderful job. Trust yourself more, and in time you'll realize you're every bit as good as Optimus Prime ever was. Optimus Prime. Who could live up to him? You could, man. You've only been here for like 20 episodes, and you're already so much better than he ever was. You have strategies. You usually make sense. You're down to earth. We can see your mouth. All right, all right. Anyway, more fighting happens, and Galvatron gives us some I, Galvatron, will destroy you all action. Man, the trash talk is particularly weak this episode. Why don't you get used to losing, Galvatron? It's all you ever do. During the fighting, Galvatron mentions an ultimate weapon. It's a bluff. Oh, we're not supposed to know that yet. But it is. It's a bluff. Meanwhile, Swindle single-handedly breaks into Metroplex and steals the transforming cog. That thing again. There's a nice little scene where First Aid tries to reason with Swindle. But, well, pacifist is just another word for pussy, isn't it? So naturally, Swindle wipes the floor with him. And now that Metroplex is disabled, Trypticon can go on a rampage. Which, okay, not a bad plan, but really? I mean, I know you guys are evil and all, but that's just patently unfair somehow. If I were Trypticon, I'd always be doubting that victory, you know? Swindle quite awesomely tries to weasel something out of Galvatron for getting the cog. Man, I love that guy. So sleazy. Galvatron's not having any of his shit, though, and blasts his ass. Meanwhile, Trypticon almost kills some kids or something. First Aid apologizes for letting Swindle get away. They're all cool with his beliefs, but he still throws a hissy fit and drives off. Which bums out Rodimus even more. Man, we're moody this week. The Protectobots attempt to form Defensor missing an arm, which seems to go just fine. And Galvatron mentions his ultimate weapon again. Yep, still bluffing. Totally just making that up. So, maybe I spoke too soon earlier when I defended Rodimus and his plans, because this is a particularly stupid one. Disguised as human workmen, which the Decepticons use all the time, apparently, Spike and Daniel, two very high-profile humans, ride to Trypticon in Rodimus and Ultra Magnus, the two most high-profile Autobots, and they still get in somehow. Yeah, that's pretty stupid. I'm gonna chalk this one up to Rodimus having a bad day. Spike and Daniel steal Trypticon's transforming cog and run away in their little jumpsuits. And it occurs to me, the one-time hardhats might actually be useful. They're nowhere to be found. Meanwhile, First Aid is hanging out with some kind of generic southern junkyard robot, repairing refrigerators. Which, you know, sure, that's good honest work for an Autobot, I guess. The Decepticons install Metroplex's cog in Trypticon, which, yeah, no, that makes no sense. Shouldn't he turn into Metroplex now? But no. So he resumes wandering the countryside and smashing things. Metroplex, on the other hand, has some trouble with the other guy's cog. So they end up fighting in sort of fucked-up, half-transformed modes, which is kind of cool. Hotspot, leader of the Protectobots, tracks down First Aid and talks him into going back to repair Metroplex, which he does. Then Rodimus works out that Galvatron's ultimate weapon is a bluff. Thank you! 